This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to another episode of Crypto Bros. I'm your host, Jason Madison. As always, joined by my co-host, Mike Rousset, Mike McGoy, and Chris Epps. What up, fellas? Hello, hello. What's up? Man, another crazy week. Did we talk about Elon buying Twitter last week? Or we did, did that, not. Did that not happen? That, is, that hadn't happened yet, right? It was still speculative at that point. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I wanted, I wanted to hear what, what you guys thought. I, I have my own. I mean, I really don't care, actually. I, I think he probably will champion, as he says, free speech. I appreciate that. If he tries to, cool. I, I really want to hear what the crypto community feels about Because it feels like no one really cared, actually. No. <clears throat> I think uh, most people had gotten tired of his little gimmicks on twitter a year ago from now when was uh yeah yeah may uh, may ago. 8th <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah in like a week and a half it's been a year we were over it damn you got that shit remembered jason you were hurting who hurt you bro <laughs> elon apparently i mean it was also mother's day like weekend so you know oh yeah so then the presents got fucked up i feel you yeah i was gonna get my mom some crypto or some shit i remember uh yeah. yeah we've kind of like he's become a, a nothing burger as they say yeah. uh i mean it, it he affects the market but we don't really a lot of people i feel like don't care as much the people mm. who've been in it for a minute or been through it you know all the new people will still kind of take his word 
for as financial advice. Kind of can be. What did y'all think about? Um, I don't know if y'all heard about the aspect of his ability to get out of the deal or there being like a billion dollar breakup fee. They're saying like he doesn't actually want to go through with the buy. It's tank Tesla stock, um, you know, all of that. And then he would basically have to pay a billion dollars uh, because he's been harassing people, Twitter employees since the buy, all that. Do y'all think there's any possibility of this not going through or? Is that's, it just... that's all mainstream media FUD. And they've <laughs> gone out of their way, out of their way to vilify this person during this transaction for reasons that if you just follow the dollars, you can do your own deductive reasoning and mm -hmm. see why mainstream media is completely against free speech right now it's very interesting actually mm. yeah okay. and, you know i as a, much as i don't really like the person elon i like the stuff that he does i don't like like him as a person for some reason he irks me but i did get my twitter account account banned for saying nigga because uh, a racist white boy would constantly like report my account anytime I just said it because he was upset with me for like a year. So I I just started trying to get my account back and it looks like they're giving it back to me. There's like, I can see shit on it now. Instead yeah. of it just being a blank suspended page when I signed in, Yeah. I got excited for that. I was like, all right, well, you know, at least he's uh, helping out black people. But that was, that, was before, <laughs> that was before he bought it though, right? I got banned before he bought it. No, I'm saying, but you, but your thing came back before he bought it, right? No, no. I've had oh. to make a new account on a different friend's phone. And I after he confirmed getting it the other day, I saw people were saying that their banned accounts were getting uh, reconsidered and appeal. And I appealed and my appeal went through. But it was getting denied. Like every time I tried, uh, was it four or five months ago? So That's he's already he's already instituting changes, is what you're saying. Yeah, I actually got a reply from a person. Like I looked at the past emails when I did the appeals last time. Like we're not accepting an appeal, just the same robotic response. This was like a almost not perfect email. It was pretty. It was still professional, but there's a different a different uh, tense. Yeah. They, I'm kind of in the middle. I actually feel both of Chris's points. Um, I think he can be kind of a shitty person, or mostly a shitty person, but also. Uh, Twitter does need some work done. Um, like the all the bots that are verified, that's a, that's a, one of the biggest like weirdest crypto things that I've ran into. Uh, almost every single day, I get hit up by a bot on Twitter that's verified yeah, about yeah. Moonbirds or some other random NFT fucking collection. That shit needs to go. Like, and all the Russian bots. Whenever I would look at like uh fucking any political person's tweets whether it's donald trump or kamala harris or anybody like if you look in the replies there's so many fucking bots like bots are man that's what they were talking about in the matrix it's funny we see all this shit from uh irobot and all these like movies or the machines take over but in the real world everything just got botted but in a different way like and they fucked up our shoes. They fucked up the buying of the clothes. They fucked up the, the Twitter. They fucked up Instagram. Like robots have really fucked up our reality. They just call them bots. They don't call them robots. Yeah. I just bought a PlayStation 5 for my nephew from someone that I'm pretty sure is just botting Best Buy and Sony site. Yeah. So I can't be that mad at it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
and that's the thing it works both ways like not all the yeah. bots are are horrible they're not all evil it's just yeah. uh, a program in the in the machine program in the matrix and so yeah i mean he's he's just another program in the matrix like he doesn't seem very like uh i don't know like people say he's on the spectrum like he seems a little cold i guess is what i'm trying to get at um to you know the world but i and he likes what he likes right he likes dogecoin he likes to talk shit on twitter and i was having a conversation with some other friends today like um people were like oh this is gonna lead to you know <laughs> world domination and i'm like guys he already kind of has that like yeah you know, people are like oh the new world order it's like but you let him put up satellites across the whole world to make his own internet yeah but that's the thing it's like billionaires do good shit and bad shit yeah. because they're people and they like to create and make shit and they have access to do it so you know if i have 44 billion dollars if there was something i really liked i guess i would buy it you know and that's kind of what he did to me you know he really likes twitter and he was like fuck it i could buy it why not but I think there's there's a second part to that as well. It's not the why not because yeah, I have 44 billion. Okay, he could have spent that other ways. There's also uh, actual concern about the loss of free speech and to purchase. I guess <laughs> I don't really believe that at all. I'm sorry. That's that's where that's like that bullshit like shit that you say. But it's like I don't why would he care like that shit only exists twitter has only existed for 12 15 years so you telling me there was no free speech before twitter like this is no, the no, first time it, free, it, free speech has been introduced into into the realm of society and this is the arbiter of our free speech like no that's not the case at all he just likes the shit bro well, it's, well, that's well, bullshit how, how come both can't be true and the guy actually it can't because it. it's because it's not it's 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 just it, if free speech has always been a thing, it can't only exist on Twitter or only so exist because of Twitter. His only tweets since buying Twitter have been towards promotion of free speech. No, that's not true at all. No, he's been, he's been, <laughs> he's been, yeah, he's been tweeting he's a bunch of shit. Cocaine and Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah. He's been saying he's going to buy what he's literally been on a tirade of just memeing since yeah he's been memeing people to hell like um, well, <laughs> first thing i saw him do was retweet sagar and report back to sagar basically saying like yeah i appreciate you posting something about the new york times article being shut down and how that was corny and then him responding to that saying yeah we're going to look into that and we're going to be like we're, we're promoting free speech here i can show you the tweet yeah, yeah. I, I believe that he said that, bro. Yeah. But I, but that's not that's that's one of the million. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the like, last four days. <laughs> yeah, this nigga's on a tweet rampage right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I I I get that. But again, I just don't buy into that part of it. I think I, that's more part of his petty side, which I don't particularly care for. It's mildly entertaining, but it's like he's just like Jeff Bezos and the fucking and WAPO and all these other guys, like billionaires want their fucking arm that has, gives news and controls, you know, the media in that way. And this is his version of that. He doesn't have the New York times or WAPO or none of that shit. He has Twitter, which is cooler 
and actually more effective because those things are on his platform. So he's like, ha ha ha, I've engulfed you guys. You know, like that's his angle. The free speech is just to jab at them. I don't really I think, think he I, believes that. I think you're missing the reason why he did it in the first place was because they were censoring him, right? So big boss move is, hey, you censored me. Cool, I'll just buy the building. Yeah, no, I agree with you, but I don't I don't think it's about quote unquote free speech in the world. It's about his personal aggrievance towards whatever situation is going on. That's all I'm saying. Guys, we've talked about this before. HelloFresh, our friends at HelloFresh are the best. It makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Look, here's the deal. It's all about the convenience. Not only did ingredients, the fresh ingredients, might add, come pre-portioned so you're not overbuying or wasting food, but it's easier than ever to get filling meals on the table in a snap with options like family-friendly and quick and easy recipes. HelloFresh's chefs really know how to diversify the menu with seasonal recipes like salmon limone and pasta primavera and you can pick your favorites from 50 different weekly options skip weeks when you need to change your delivery day update your preferences you can do all of that in the hello fresh app as i said i've done it before bought it for my family he did the pasta primavera not too long ago we've also done oh this is one i really love the old bay buttered up chicken it is fire it is flames best of all it is fresh right in your own kitchen you made it you've got the ingredients fresh and it can be a lot cheaper than going out to eat absolutely and also cheaper than buying groceries so definitely make sure you get up on this hellofresh train go to hellofresh.com slash b-o-m-1-6 and use code b-o-m-1-6 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts again hellofresh.com slash bomb 16 use code bomb 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts hellofresh america's number one meal kit but yeah let's let's move on into the big wide world of crypto um the other side oh boy yeah is that the big news of the week yeah um, pretty much i've seen a lot of people tweeting about it i know nothing about it other than what you guys sent in the chat they uh, just announced like earlier there's not going to be like an auction or anything it's just going to be a flat fee for for the land and people are all excited the coin is up to 20 dollars now <clears throat> Most so of the teams and crypto Twitter is talking about Ape or Board Ape Yacht Club. Yeah. So, do you guys want to explain what it is? This the Board Ape Yacht Club metaverse? Is that pretty much what it is? Yeah, uh, it's going to be a, a metaverse a game. It's going to be a like a did was a Decentraland or Sims or a game that you can go have land plots in and build stuff and and have people over and you know use your avatars use your NFTs I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, it's not much details, really. Yeah. So it's just yeah. it's, so. It's, how do you? I mean, is releasing. Are any of these platforms <clears throat> really popular? I see people saying the coin is going to moon. Like, it, how involved are people in this part of the space right now? Uh, I don't know. Because it's a high, 
I mean, it's just only a certain community really has access because they get airdropped it and you get the bunch of ape. I don't know. It's interesting. It's, I mean, everyone's excited for it. Everyone's probably trying to get in. A lot of my friends are talking about it, holding ape, uh, talking about buying it. Mike was talking about buying some, uh, trying to get a plot. Right. And so how um, much, is it like buying a house? Well, like, how does any of this work? What is who establishes so how much space there of, is? Usually there are, you know, just plots of lands. Uh, there's a few different types uh, of games that have this already. Or you think of it like Minecraft, I guess. Uh, but it's just a, a blank space that's probably designed like a world. I think it'll probably be designed like a swamp or some shit. That's their theme. Uh, and you can build stuff. And I'm guessing the center of the whole world will be like the most expensive and valuable areas for now. Um, I don't know how the building blocks will be, what you can build. I'm guessing you can build anything just like you can in Decentraland with like casinos and museums and what, like it seems like you can build a bunch of different shit. I'm guessing they'll have even more stuff and you can use not just apes as avatars, I believe. They, in the trailer that we've talked about for the other side, which is the, the name of the game or the world, uh, there's like three other, pro or no, like six to eight other projects that have been around for a minute that are considered blue chip or the newer blue chips, in my opinion, and Mike would probably agree, uh, that are featured in the trailer, which we assume they're going to be in the game. Uh, so, so there's not. Did he freeze for y'all? Yeah. <laughs> He's frozen. At go. He's in the middle. Really like <laughs> He's Dakotas, which is like pet, just which like you, glitched, you bro. Huh? You, you just glitched. glitched. Yeah. You're in the Matrix, bro. Are you a fucking Mr. Super <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> I'm in the other side. I wish. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if Chris was just Isn't like, <laughs> yeah, Chris was just like half robot, like a cyborg, like, yeah, <laughs> definitely um, has robot sleep patterns. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's not much information that uh, they've leaked on the details of the the metaverse, the the board eight or the other side rather, but everyone's really excited. Um, to be a part of the minting process, you had to like have a KYC wallet, mm -hmm. um, you know your consumer wallet. I don't know the process of like obtaining one of those. Yeah, maybe Chris does. Um, but basically, you have to doctor. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, okay. For. Tax purposes, yeah, and and uh, anti laundering purposes, yeah. Right. I mean, those fools um, all made a lot of money, so it also makes sense. So, yeah. so does does that kind of go against like what the whole shit is about? Not if you want mass adoption, technically, yeah. right? But it's so against what some people want and sovereignty and what they believe should be, but there's a lot of. Uh, kind of like red, not red flags, but just parts of the process of minting um, 
one of the other side or eight plots, not only the wallet, but the the sale is going to be happening in the ape token. So you, you're going to be able to buy it, only buy it with the ape token, um, mm. which means you have to convert, you know, your Ethereum or other assets into ape, whole ape. But what worries me is that during like a very like high, you know, kind of like hyped project like this, mm-hmm. it's big gas wars and like, so there's, it's a hundred K supply, but it's still going to sell out fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you run the risk of not minting one and the double-edged sword is you have an ETH worth of a token that is probably going to dump after mm-hmm. because the price has been kind of like going up because people know they have to use this token to buy the land with. I mean, so it's just, it's a lot of things to manage Yeah. So on minting it, um, the wallet, the ape token, not minting it, ape kind of like declining in price afterwards, secondary. So I'm just going to be watching it on the secondary market and see uh, if I can get a good entry point. Get it a good entry point for one of the plots. So it's a hundred thousand plots of land. There's a hundred thousand plots of land. And yeah, some will be different sizes and shit. So, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the other projects that aren't um, board apes, but that were featured, are all getting like airdrops or or getting, I think, maybe like dibs on buying. Yes, was, but like, um, but toads and cool cats. Some others will get dibs on getting the outer plots. But how are how are they? I know they got devs and people that work with them, but how are they so quickly turning this stuff into games and video games? And why isn't it happening the other way? Like, why don't we have Grand Theft Auto or other video games like turning their thing into what Board Ape is doing? Well, they're not turning it quickly. They're just letting you buy plots right now. Right. Who knows how long it's going to take for you to be able to build stuff on those right. plots? Games right. take like tens of years to make and Rockstar would never give away that money, give away right. that ownership, give away that IP. And that's what most games don't, you know, that's another thing about why I think it's a conspiracy that it's possible that a lot of game companies push like anti-crypto NFT narrative because they'd be fucked. Right. So, so right now they're not, there is no game to be played. No, no. This is just like, uh another subsidiary of the board ape nft basically they have they have the they have the coin now they have a plot of land which is like you're buying it on speculation to see if it will double triple 10x 20x in price one day that's what some people are doing yeah some people are buying on speculation that they'll be used for years to come as a space to gather digitally or virtually Mm. uh and like, uh, oh yeah, Board Ape Yacht Club didn't make the coin. That's not their coin. A group of investor, group of owners, or and holders made the coin, 
and then Bordy Black Club voted to adopt it. So, mm. you know, because they can't just make that coin. That's a security through the airdrop it like that. Mm. Had no idea. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a bunch of little legal stuff they had to, they did, they are doing stuff really fast. It's been a year now. It's mm-hmm. been a year. I think it was this week, it's been a year. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty fast shipping for most stuff if it works. Yeah. That's if it works and everything works. Like so far, everything's worked and they haven't had a mess up. Although they did get hacked, like mm-hmm. beginning of the week, their Instagram, like they're getting like some other shit outside of their coding and stuff. But I did. I, I saw that that they got hacked and people were like, oh, uh, protect your apes or some shit. It was like 16 apes stolen or some shit. Yeah. Because their official social medias got hacked and then started DMing people and people believed them because they were official from their official accounts. Yeah, that's wild. So, yeah. Don't click on links, people. Don't answer any DMs from any crypto. No one's going to give you anything in crypto. Man, I'm going to give somebody a Bitcoin right now, soon, right after this podcast. <laughs> yeah, the apes, tough, tough week for the apes, man. Yeah, I mean, they're still at 144. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's that tough. That I no, think people that people, it just seems that people that hold the apes are really like highly targeted for obvious reasons. And yeah, well, those last, reasons. last week, there were so many like instances and scenarios where ape holders were like, I got hacked or like my apes got stolen. Yeah. So it's really whack. Niggas really been getting their pieces, Jackson. One of my one of my Discord members got his uh, both of his clone X Takashi clone X is stolen. What? So what's so let's let's get into Mike's NFT corner and tell us about that. Like, did he get him back? What's the what's the move? No. Um, oh man. So what is that? Like a hundred grand, close to 60, 80? No, nah, his was. I think he was like two fifty. Because his were Takashi's, um, both of them. But what he interacted with a contract, um, a bad contract that drained his wallet for them. He approved it though because he was trying to. He was on one of these tricky ass third party like NFT platforms where you could sell your shit or you know, some scammer shit. And then he approved the contract to, um, I guess would seemingly look like to sell it or approved it to put it on their platform to sell it. Right. Um, and instantly. It was gone. It was gone. And you can see the the contract or the wallet in the, you know. It's all yeah, there. it's all there on the blockchain. Yeah, like it's, that, <laughs> Yeah, it's like XOFG owns that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so in that, okay, so in that experience, do they see that quickly the, that the person sells it to, to cash out or do they hold it as if like, hey, I got it and you can't do nothing about it anyway, so I'm just keep it in this wallet. They was listed it. They listed this, it. They listed it, yeah. Yeah, it was that. It was like listed you know i think for like 30 or 40 ETH, both of them yeah <laughs> usually these guys always floor it to sell yeah. It yeah yeah so it's like it's like taking a, a part of a stolen car like niggas is like yeah. let me just dump this at the fucking chop shop 
floor it and uh and be gone that's man yeah i mean it's part of the world of owning things like it's shady you know i got i got got for like i think 450 one time off ebay somebody was supposed to send me some laser fours back in like 2004 (laughs) (laughs) and i sent them um i sent them two cashier's checks i think the one was like 200 one was 250 and uh never got no shoes after that so niggas been (laughs) crypto or not everybody is trying to uh get you for, for for some things um but that's i mean 250 is a whole nother. that was on easter actually so he had a bad easter Oof, man well oh. well yeah hopefully you know he read a passage from the bible and got there ain't no bit. fucking passage that's going <laughs> a little piece ain't no fucking passage oh. i hope he read a passage in the bible <laughs> that's such a us thing bro that's such a us thing well you know you know what I'm saying? He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. My yeah. cup, oh, my he, cup. <laughs> he lay down in green pastures, I'm sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He prepares the table for me in front of my enemies, you know? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hope he doesn't uh, listen to this pod. Right. Well, he should. Uh, he should. Um, Mike, I, I was looking at the at the vape floor price. Yeah, I mean, everything is is pretty down yeah um you know don't don't panic yeah don't get your panties in a bunch man. <laughs> That's like is, you, know, you take these 20 percent 30 percent 50 percent hits and you see who's with the program and not you know what i'm saying like yeah i'm still holding my i sold one of them yeah um, but i'm still holding my rare one mm-hmm. i'm still holding man i'm still holding I'm down on everything. Right. The the whole market. I mean, the last couple of weeks, you know, the stock market took a tumble. Obviously, we talked about the Netflix thing off air, but Netflix has still <laughs> been dropping. Um, so, yeah, once it, you know, it's funny. They talk about the market and say, oh, the crypto market's not connected to the stock market. Bullshit, motherfucker. When that shit go down, this shit go down, everything go down. Asia, everybody. I mean, there are there are exceptions like from time to time but you but it's never been a moment where the the stock market is fully tanking and the crypto market is like oh we're up 10 percent. it's like you might be up too <laughs> yeah and if you're staking those uh those stables you might be actually the stable coins take them stables is that what you're doing Hey man, <laughs> no, I mean you over here talking about it. I just want to know. Hey man, listen, why are you trying to dox me on, on national are you airwaves? Hey man, or not? Are you staking stables or not? Hey, Whoa. hey man, listen. Hey, what's in your wallet? Hey, I don't know nothing about nothing. This is the second of the show. Oh, called what's in your wallet? What's in your wallet? Oh man. <laughs> hey man. So here's the deal. Usually when I do these ad reads, um, I've never really tried the product until they became sponsors and then they give us samples and I try them and then I endorse them. Uh, I'm not trying to make it seem like it's fake. It's real. I've tried them and I like them, but it's not like I've ever used these things before they became sponsors. Today's a little different. Credit Karma. I'm telling you right now, I've used Credit Karma to fix my credit, to figure out what the problematic things are on my credit report was to pay those things off uh, to get a loan 
in order to pay off some of those things, to apply for credit cards, to get credit cards I'll qualify for, to take care of them the right way, and then to make sure I level up. Credit Karma uses your credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you so you can have a better idea of what loan amount you can get approved for. Credit Karma will even show your chances of approval so you can choose between loan offers that you're more likely to get approved for and apply with more confidence. I've done this, ladies and gentlemen, and it absolutely works. Comparing loan offers on Credit Karma is 100% free, and best of all, it won't affect your credit scores and can save you money. Credit Karma, apply with more confidence today. I am talking to you as someone who has fixed his credit using Credit Karma before they ever paid me to do this stuff right now. That's right. Ready to apply? Head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Go to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. But like my bigger kind of holds are, you know, consolidated. They're stable. Right. So what is it anything you see on the horizon right now that you like okay this is gonna drop a couple weeks want to grab maybe meant this um david cho hello listener guess who's back it's me anthony mays your favorite butcher turned podcast producer and i'm here to talk to you about butcher box ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum-sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. James Jean, actually, he's he's dropping. He may have dropped today. Hey, I don't know. James Jean is a huge contemporary artist. He's a painter. Uh-huh. Um, he dropped an NFT project. Uh, what is it? I think it was called like Fragments or something. Okay. Um, no, but I'm interested to see how that project performs. Uh, Mike, are you hearing more talk in the contemporary art space about more established artists looking into the NFT crypto space now? Or are they still trying to wait to see if this is going to be a fad or not? I think I think people are doing it in the privacy of their own studios. You know, um, 
in terms of like exploring it and just watching it. And I don't think everyone is, but uh, I mean, I, I was surprised to see like someone like James Jean kind of like hop in the space, even though like when I see his work, you know, it was, a, you know, I see it, you know, his work um, doing well in the NFT space, but, you know, I just, I don't know about some of the like older artists and even kind of like artists my age, they just don't really like understand it. So, um, but I think, you know, as time goes on, there'll be more participants and people will find their way in it. What do you think about um, the word or the the initials NFT kind of holding some people back from either being involved as a creator or as a, a consumer? You know, people changing the phrasing around it to digital collectibles and other things like that. Like, do you think that's going to change the space at all or people's mindsets around it? I think the language and simplifying it and correlating it to something that people already are kind of like understand. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I do think that'll help. Yeah. But, you know, the, as of right now, there's still like, you know, the, the technology barrier and like, and the knowledge barrier of cryptocurrency too. Mm. Um, but, you know, I think as people in platforms like Coinbase, and you're able to buy NFTs with your debit card. And you don't have to transact in cryptocurrency. Um, I don't know, maybe that'll help. Like kind of how Top Shot does it. Right. People to do. Um, but yeah. Coinbase, isn't Coinbase allowing people to buy NFTs without? I would imagine, so I don't know. Having crypto? I Are the NFTs up? I, I don't really know. I don't know. Chris, have you fucked with the beta on uh, Coinbase NFT platform? Uh, no, I wasn't in. It only allowed uh a certain amount of people in for the beta mm -hmm. and i don't know many people trading on it uh all i know is that uh, right away it was a shit show technically and then socially because you can comment mm -hmm. uh, they want to make it like a social app so oh wow so you can comment yeah. on my fucking shit yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a wild feature yeah coming <laughs> on someone who just you know sold something underneath the floor sold something that you, yeah. you, lost, you know like it was, or some dude was like commenting on a guy talking about how he fucked his girlfriend, fucked his other guy's girlfriend. Hey, that's an interesting aspect of NFTs and crypto right now is the purchasing and owning spaces are completely separate from any type of comment or, you know, texting uh, spaces, you know, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> is, yeah, there's the social aspect is on Twitter for now. Yeah. And you know, if you meet someone in person, but you know, most people don't know what you're holding in person. Right. Yeah. So I'm I'm wondering if Twitter will be more 
of that frontier now that Elon owns it. And obviously he hasn't been involved in NFTs at all, but you know, Dogecoin had that 20% pop. I don't know if you guys saw when the <laughs> announcement for, 20. Yeah, for like Talk about a, 20 for like a couple hours. I'm just saying like, th- that's part of the, the conversation. Do you guys think that he will incorporate any type of crypto or NFT or anything into Twitter now that he has it like other than the leading bots? Well, he's already discussed in doing the verified avatar thing for the PFP projects. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess also you know, memes that. about he also, or I don't know if it was meme. He said how he doesn't like the the hexagon NFT right thing. I don't know if that was like him. It's kind of whack. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't I'm not, love it. Yeah, it's it's asking for a lot of trouble. First off, yeah, and also asking like it's just yeah, super peacocky. But he also mentioned like making. Twitter a subscription platform, which I don't like. He mentions a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the nigga like, okay, cool. The nigga be mentioning shit. Yeah. Um, we, all know, we all got a homie like that. It's like, yeah, I'm about to, you know, what we should do, we should do this. Yeah. And a year later, it's like, yo, you know, we never did, but we should do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he's definitely that homie. <laughs> he's always. But he has yeah. money to do it. So he he's got the money to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, and then there are people on both sides that, that hate it and love it. Um, and there's people on the other side. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, who really don't give a fuck because they're rich. Right. Filthy rich. Filthy motherfucking rich. Um, if you guys have $44 billion to spend, not just $44 billion to have, if you have $44 billion to spend and you could buy one thing with it, Mm. What would you buy? Twitter. <laughs> you would buy Twitter, Mike? Yeah, probably. That's the one thing you would get? I mean, I, I can only buy one thing. I would love to just buy one gold bar and keep the rest cash, but nah, man. I, I don't know. Probably Twitter. And then <laughs> the, sh- the funny thing is the shit jumped in value the moment he bought it. So well, yeah, I mean... Already- because so he, he bought it for over his money back. Because he bought it for over market price. Under. No, it was over, bro. The, the stock price was uh over what he bought it at. I mean, under what he bought it at. He bought it for $54 a share. It was like $52 or some shit. Yeah, but you had the guy from fucking Prince so-and-so saying it's worth $150 billion. So niggas can say anything. Niggas could say whatever. Niggas say Bitcoin is going to a million. Niggas say ETH going to ten thousand. How much is ETH right now? It is going to ten thousand. You better relax. That's just going to ten thousand. What you talking about? (laughs) I I remember when I first, honey, you was you was preaching that honey K Bitcoin shit. You got niggas. Now we got still calling me about what man Chase said was going to a hundred (laughs) thousand. Niggas really be upset, but and don't no, even and don't even have them. it. It was don't even have a hundred thousand dollars, bro. You said that to them. Yeah, you said that, bro. Hey, I said I thought it was going. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought it was going. Yeah. That, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We all thought it was going. Yeah. So I don't know if I thought it was going there right now. Then. But, you know, I was wrong. Players fuck up, you know. Hey, man, everyone was wrong. 
<laughs> you go look at you look at what's happening. Yeah, uh, uh, is, is next cycle? Are we hitting the hundred k next cycle or what? Depends what kind of cycle we're in. That's the real question. Is this a super right. cycle, which means we crab up to the hundred k slowly chopping? Depends on what happens yeah. in the world, bro. Honestly, I mean, I you know the thing that I kind of oppose about Elon's whole free speech shit was like letting Trump back on and repopularizing him and you know now that we're nah, talking this is crypto bros no we crypto have bros. <laughs> we're getting into political bros it's a, it's a segment it's a segment it's a segment if you didn't read the rundown of the show it's called political we're, bro we're right <laughs> smack. we just finished coin talk we're now in political bros you know oh my God. <laughs> and all i'm saying is is even though i would not be a fan of what i think the scenario of Donald Trump getting back on Twitter and eventually being reelected president, which I think that he'll be reelected president regardless. So honestly, it doesn't even matter in that regard. But all I'm saying is, I think if and when he's reelected, that we're going to have another crazy ATH moment for everything, because that's what happened last time. Yes, we had COVID and there was a lot of other economic influences that may should happen but the election was one of the biggest ones when election was happening fucking january 6 nigga crypto was mooning <laughs> like you feel me so yeah i guess if you guys want to see the end of democracy then we might get 100k bitcoin that's the, the thing you don't realize the yeah, I yeah, that was extreme. That I don't was, think. How is it that? How is it that it's it. extreme? <laughs> is it is skills it, lemon right here? I can't handle this segment. I, but listen, no, if you go to if you go to Reddit, uh, the deep the deep <laughs> trenches cesspools of Reddit and 4chan, that's what Bitcoin is going to be. You know, Bitcoin but bro, is the, the end of the world. But uh, it's but it's not. And then there's going to be a citadel of us rich people shitting on the poor people on the ground. But this is what I'm saying with it, though, guys, that you don't understand. We're starting it, the Nationalist Revolution. It's <laughs> it doesn't have to be a terrible the thing. Azar. It doesn't have to be a terrible thing. And it might be an inevitable Whoa. thing. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just saying, bro, like I'm not a fan of wow. either party. So it's getting oh. close. No, but I'm just cat, by the way. Okay, bro. But I, I don't I don't know a larger democratic pom pom pumper than you. So bro, I do not care about what they do. And the point that I'm trying to make right now is that the shit you're, might you're trying to you're trying to give us a reason as to why it's justifiable to kick off the soon be president of the United States off a social media app, bro. No, actually Based I'm not talking told you. I'm actually not talking about that at all, Mike. I'm I'm but talking about though. I'm talking about that was my personal opinion about the Twitter thing. But the greater point that I'm making is I think that America does need to change from the two party system. And it, if it involves uh, ugly second, whatever presidency of Donald Trump, I don't really care. Like if the shit, if they tore up the constitution, like it wouldn't make me know, never mind. And all I'm saying is a hundred K Bitcoin might come with that. And this might all be the reality of where we're leading to and to lie to myself and pretend like I'm not going to be in that world 
it's dumb. Like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, shit, nothing's going to happen. Like, everything's going to be honky-dory. Like, no, niggas don't like what's going on. that sounds like World War and, you know. It might not, though. That happens. It it, 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 it might not be. One out of four of us is going to be radiated up uh, in a fucking shopping cart. Nah, I don't think, I mean, that, was, it, was it Eli, Bookie Eli? That's what, we won't Bookie Eli. I'm not saying, but. Dollars. 100K Bitcoin, Bookie Eli. Uh, Snowpiercer type shit. Yeah, I'm not right. saying, yeah, Snowpiercer. I'm not saying Bookie Eli, but it's a lot of movies. Like I mentioned, I Robot. Like all these movies kind of lightly inform parts of what happened in society, but just small, like not the whole thing. Shit, Bookie Eli is underneath the fucking 101, nigga. Like. You know what I'm saying? If you really want to get into it. So all I'm saying is the next trajectory of where we're going, niggas can't be afraid of it. And it might not be America, the free, the home of the whatever, all this shit that we're used to, nigga. It might be Ethereum, 35,000, Bitcoin, 180,000, and new America called whatever with a new set of rules, nigga. The U.S. and don't be afraid. <laughs> don't be, be the U.S. states a Doge because yeah, Elon is yeah. Star. Don't be don't be afraid if Elon Musk becomes a president of of our country, nigga, oh or Jeff Bezos or any. God, bro, it's going. Think about the possibilities of who that these people are going to be for the for the rest of your life. Who is going to be the next president in twenty years, nigga? Who's going to be the next? Ruler of America in thirty years, nigga, it's gonna I be somebody with a baby. fuck it's with a hundred billion dollars. Someone who makes some real money. I say, bad baby. It might be your boy SBF. Bad baby. Yeah, she she knows how to make. Trump's the worst business, bro. She's a better businessman than Trump. She should be running for president. <laughs> it might be your, it might be your boy SBF, Sam Bankman Free, FTX. Oh, that fool is a bag of fucking lard he could never he's i'm just saying bro i think it's gonna be rich niggas from here on out i think it's gonna be billionaire niggas from here on out that's gonna get to call the shots like (laughs) i still don't know how to say her name how do you say it bad bunny yeah no bad bunny fucking like that i mean it's bad bunny for president (laughs) <laughs> bad, bad, bunny, bunny, bad bunny in 2024. No, that shit happened. Holy shit. They would never, they would just give him shit and correct him in the board ape, board ape Dow. Board ape Dow for, for yeah. president. Yeah. Um, so might hopefully, be a fucking Dow, man. <laughs> it might be the proof collective. <laughs> America might turn into a Dow. Who knows? It will work, it would run better. Exactly. It already, already is. You can stack the votes by owning more coins or owning or gerrymandering. And, Good point. Uh, you know, Get rid of the electoral college and that's turn. why them shits, Yeah, exactly. That's why them shits don't work. You can delegate your votes. Yeah, you can delegate your votes. In a we doubt. Yeah. And come up with solutions. Yeah, life <laughs> imitates a- art. Imitates scams. Imitates. <laughs> oh man, um, Mike, what you got for us, man? Somebody made a crypto called Elon Musk buys Twitter. <laughs> and, well, that shit jumps, and, and that shit jumped 6,000%. I just saw Johnny Depp Inu. Earlier. Johnny Depp Inu? Where's the Amber Heard? Nah, you can rug that shit. You can rug that shit right away. <laughs> oh, man. That's a real shit coin. Shout out to my man, Johnny, man. I feel for him. He was... Man, it seemed like some of the coolest niggas going through it with their bras, man. Will seemed like a cool niggas going through it. Johnny Depp going through it with his chick. 
Uh, Johnny Depp and Will Smith think they're two different types of guys. <laughs> they are, but they just they seem like cool. Yeah, guys. Yeah, Will Smith cries during sex, all right? Johnny Depp probably oh. like, curses you out during sex and spits on you, which some women like, trust me. Right. But not all of them. No, Johnny Depp is a wild guy. He's he's seen a lot of errors, man. I mean, he owned the Viper Club. The nigga's been hot since the 80s. He's he's seen the world nigga 50 times over. Yeah. I wonder why he sold the Viper Club. Well, uh, because River Phoenix died outside of it, and it was just like not. So more of a fucking reason for me to own it. The Viper Room, by the way. The NFT. The Viper room. Yeah. NFT. <laughs> but, but, but nah, nah, bro. Because the, see, this is what I don't like. Because imagine if you owned the Viper Room and we parted there all every fucking weekend, and then I die outside the Viper Room, and you're like, oh, we'll still party here every weekend. Skills, let's discuss that for a bit. Oh, bro. <laughs> bro, that's, that's what hey, we get into. Yeah, get into. Hey, first of all, how did your goofy ass die? Oh, that matters. Have some respect for my soul. Go somewhere bro, else, man. That shit matters, bro. Were you out there just doing lines in the parking lot and caught a bad bump of, of the ethanol? Yeah, well, maybe. No, that's all yeah. you. That's I'm all not me. Selling the place because you caught a bad bump. That's not uh, your nostrils. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, you have the, the sense to discern which is good and bad bumps. I, <laughs> man. Hey, man, you got to watch those parking lot bumps, my nigga. <laughs> right. I got to bring a tester with me now on account oh. of y'all. Somebody just told me about that. Swear to God, I just ordered some on Amazon. I was like, that's incredible. The fentanyl tester? Probably have a leak to the crib, bro. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's great, man. Yeah. Wow. Seriously. Yeah. We don't want to see no. It's sad that it has to be available like that, but that's great. Yeah. It is. Saving lives, man. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to see no homies die off the f balls. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, no more of the homies. We no had more. A couple, we, yeah, we've had a couple of homies pass, bro. I don't right. know if y'all know, but yeah. yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. No, I know it's real. It's very yeah. real. Um. Few the barbershop OGs. Mm. Right, right, right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Few yeah. the OGs at the shop. Nigga was playing with that nose for for years. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, it's yeah. bad. Speaking of which, uh, how you feel about that push of tea? Oh my speak a hey, perfect transition, my brother. Bravo to that transition right there. Thank you. But yeah. I think it's incredible. I, I like the album. I mean, he's getting better and better, which is dope to be 44 and still getting better at your craft, no matter what it is. Tom yeah. Brady, you know what right, I mean? Right, right, So I appreciate that. Um, it's not trying to be too young. At the same time, he has some good bridges on there with with uh, with Uzi. Mm-hmm. I mean, from a Pusha T fan, I, I really couldn't ask for anything more, honestly. Yeah, I like to call my bluff record a lot. Yeah. Listen to that a lot. That's a dope record. I mean, I think Pharrell really did his thing. Kanye's got a couple on there. Um, that shit with Jay Z, obviously. Yeah, That's that one grew on me. That one grew on me. Jay Z. Yeah, I mean, it was just you know those. Pusha T has. Niggas want to hate Jay Z so bad. Bro. No, I think Pusha T has a particular sound that you got to be in the mood for. And if you're not in the mood for it at the moment when you first hear it, you might not 
love it how you want to love it you know and i yes. think when i first heard that record i wasn't like ready really to be in the mood for what i was listening to and then you know you kind of put it in the body of the work of the album too and it and it kind of grooves into it and you're like oh yeah this this one is knocking but that's for that same reason is the reason why i rarely if ever listen to like snippets or leaks or the you know the hood song off the album that's coming out because yeah. just like you said i gotta have it in context with the flow of the album yeah. Just so I could give it a fair appreciation. And also, like you said, you have to be in a certain mind, a mm-hmm. certain mode yep. to listen to certain artists, to look at certain types of art. You know, there's certain types of digital art that I like a lot, but it's like, if I'm not in the right space, then this is kind of just, you know, not hitting me right now. Mm-hmm. Charlie sure. Rupin hit the artwork for uh, the Pusha T album campaign. Say that one more time. Sterling Ruby. He's oh. a, a contemporary artist. He did, okay. the, artwork. He did the artwork for uh, Pusha T. Where? All those artworks. Yeah, he's, he's huge, cool. actually. Like, I, I never heard of him, but thank you for putting us on. Darling Ruby, yeah. Like, he's up there. That's what's up. What do you guys think about it? I, I just like downloaded it. it. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that shit. I just downloaded it. I mean, I'm definitely a, a Pusha T Clips fan. And like Mike said, you know, like, the, I mean, he's, that's creme de la creme rap right there. Like, you know, like that's, Pusha T is like Kanye and Pharrell is one of their favorite rappers. Yeah. So it's like, for a reason though. Right. Yeah. He, he really knows how to like paint the picture. Uh, you know? Yeah. He's well, a storyteller. He's a great storyteller. Yeah, no, he is. He is a great storyteller. Um, and he knows. What? Go ahead. I was going to say one thing that he said, and I, I heard in one of the interviews, because I only listened to one of them, but in reference to storytelling, I, I wish that uh, more hip-hop artists would do more storytelling and uh, and care more le- or care less about making it true or not. Um, the vast majority of this shit is all entertainment. And so then trying to compete with that, with your real life, is not going to do anyone any favors, including yourself. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's just, it's good to see the art of storytelling coming back as well. I fuck with it all the way. Definitely. Um, I wanted to shout out my meme slash tweet of the week. I retweeted this uh, from this guy, Pat Dennis. I thought it was pretty funny. he said, sick of people calling everything in crypto a Ponzi scheme. Some crypto projects are pump and dump schemes, while others are pyramid schemes. Others are just standard issued fraud. Others are just middlemen skimming off the top. Stop glossing over the diversity in the industry. <laughs> scams on scams on scams. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, did you guys have any, any memeage or tweets that you found funny this week no i leave the memes up to you man (laughs) it's all good i'm still on my road yeah you know the guy that does the flex tape the flex tape ads yeah yeah i seen that name before yeah yeah so they put the so the devs and then token sale pressure is the water leaking out (laughs) yeah and then he slaps that stick that tape on it (laughs) 
with staking, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's the cure all yeah. for token sale pressure, apparently. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> was it? I saw, uh, oh, I saw, was it a picture of me that says, Elon Musk is gonna let me say the N-word. <laughs> I just all I thought about when I first heard it. Literally, yeah. when I first heard about buying Twitter, I was yeah. like, oh, back, they're back on. Winner, winner, right yeah. there. Oh, yeah. man. Well, we're back on. We're we're back out. We're out of here, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Crypto Bros. As always, I'm your host, Jason Madison, joined by my co-host, Mike Rese, Mike McGoy, and Chris Epps. Till next week. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.